Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, guys? This is EJ Holland with the Wolverine.com, and we are back with another Wolverine live recruiting show here on Tuesday with my co-pilot, Zach Libby. If you notice, I have an HD camera now. Hopefully the audio issues are fixed as well. So appreciate everybody that's joining us tonight. We do have a special promotion running before I talk about that. Like and like this video and subscribe to the Wolverine YouTube channel. That is completely free. Our special offer is $29.99 to the Wolverine.com. That gets you premium insider access through August 31st of this year. Get premium recruiting content, team information just in time for spring football, basketball, basketball recruiting, NIL transfer portal, and so much more. Plus, you get to be part of a vibrant Michigan message board community all over at the Wolverine.com today uh, until August 31st of 23. If you're already a subscriber, you can gift a subscription. Uh, today's Valentine's Day, so uh, no perfect Valentine, no better gift on Valentine's Day than a subscription to the Wolverine. Um, all right, we do have a special episode today, Zach. We are doing our 2024 recruiting draft um and so usually drafts are a little hard to do so this is what i came up with um instead of seven on seven which doesn't include linemen I, i'm a big retro gamer zach was never uh a, a and, and if, <laughs> zach was never alive for retro <laughs> games but um which makes me feel old but I was a big NFL street guy, and that is seven on seven with linemen. So basically you have a quarterback, a running back, two pass catchers, three offensive linemen. On the defensive side of the ball, you have three defensive linemen, a linebacker, and three defensive backs. And that's what we're doing tonight with Michigan's 2024 recruiting targets. So it's a fun way for you guys to get to know uh, some of the targets and commits on the board um, and get to know the, the guys that we really like as well. Um, here are the rules. You can't just take anybody in the 2024 recruiting class nationally. Uh, one, it has to be an active Michigan target. So Michigan needs to be recruiting them right now. Uh, a player has to have visited Michigan and, or have Michigan in his top schools. So again, an active target that's visited Michigan or has Michigan in his top school. Uh, so you can't just pick a guy like uh, a guy that's visited in the past, but is now committed to Alabama, like Julian saying, like he is ineligible, right? So has to be an active target, has to have visited or is planning a visit and has Michigan in his uh, top group or is strongly considering Michigan. So those are the rules. It will be a snake draft. This is live. We have not pre-drafted the players. So a little bit of a gamesmanship and strategy. We'll go into tonight's draft. So Zach, any comments before we start? I've been waiting for this all week when you propose this idea. Like I have my strategy already down. You'll probably figure it out once we're in the midst of it. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. All right. We're going with a good old fashioned game of rock, paper, scissors to determine who goes first. Uh, or you can defer and take the second and third pick since it is uh, a draft. So ready? It's going to be rock, paper, shoot. That's the correct way to do it. I don't know how people out there feel about your traditional rock, paper, scissors hand or rock, paper, scissors game, but it is rock, paper, scissors, shoot. So ready, Zach? Let's do it. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. I <laughs> That wasn't on screen, um, but I did have scissors. Zach had rock, so you get to choose. Do you want the first overall pick, or do you want second and third? I'm going with the first pick. Go ahead. Justin Scott out of St. Ignatius in Chicago, Illinois. Um, Four-star defensive lineman. You can play the nose all the way to the five-tech. Um, the most dominating force in the 2024 class, in my opinion. 
and arguably should be a five star. So he deserves the number one overall pick. Now, I will say I would have drafted Justin Scott number one. Uh, so definitely hurts my soul to see Justin Scott go over to Zach Libby's team. Look, Justin is a mammoth 300 pounder. He's a complete difference maker at the no spot. He can slide out to three to the three tech. I mean, he's so athletic for his size. I, I think, you know, it, this, there's a lot of talented prospects on Michigan's 2024 recruiting board, but I think Justin Scott, Going number one overall makes a lot of sense. I think he was the clear 101 here. I, I think Justin Scott is a, a big win for, for Zach. But that means I get two picks in a row. So I'm, I'm excited about that. My first round pick is going to be the number one pass rusher in the entire country. One of my personal favorites in the class. Dylan Stewart out of Washington, D.C. Friendship. Uh, collegiate school. I absolutely love Dylan Stewart. This is a man among boys. He is a five-star level prospect. I believe on three has him ranked as the number five overall recruit nationally. Like I said, the number one edge in the country. I need guys to get after the quarterback on my team. If I cannot have Justin Scott clogging the middle, I'm for sure going to have the best pass rusher in the game. And that is Dylan Stewart. Um, six foot five, 235 pound monster. Isn't really a, a super lanky guy. I mean, he's really filled out. I went out to see Dylan Stewart last fall. So in October, um, play against Nicholas Harbor and Archbishop Carroll. And there was no doubt in my mind that Dylan Stewart was the best recruit on that football field. I absolutely love him, uh, as a recruit. I think he is, um, very worthy of my first round draft pick. Now I'm going to avoid strategy here. You know, it's not the best idea in my opinion to take this position right now. So I'm going to reach a little bit, but I just love this kid so much. And I think he is the clear top of the board guy at the linebacker position. And that is Aaron Childs. Another one of my personal favorite, the Maryland monster can do it all. He, basically resembles junior Colson. Um, look at that. Look at the ticker from our producer Hutch. So shout out to him uh, for, for putting the teams below so you guys can keep track of it and we can keep track of it. Uh, but Aaron Childs, like I said, very much resembles junior Colson. He's a guy that uh, just named Michigan, his leader coming off his January visit. He's set to return in March, so a lot to like about where the Wolverines stand. He can run sideline to sideline. He loves to hit people in the mouth. He can drop back into coverage. He's currently ranked as the number 67 overall prospect in the country. I think on three and 24-7, both have him really valued, undervalued. This is a guy that, much like Junior Colson, who was ranked around these same ranges. Like Opinions varied on Junior from you know, the number 50 to the number 150 overall recruit in the nation. I always thought of Junior Colson as, as a five-star prospect. I think of Aaron Childs as a five-star prospect. I've seen him enough at the Ray Lewis camp last year. I saw him at the Under Armour Baltimore camp last year. I saw him in-game back in October. There's just so much to love about Aaron Childs. So, uh, you know, uh, going with my, my new home region, I have two of the best recruits in the DMV in Dylan Stewart and Aaron Childs. Beat that, Zach. I'm going to go with two DBs. Well, this is – I get two picks, right? You do get two picks. You're, you're coming around the corner. All right. I'm going to go two DBs with these two picks. The first one, K.J. Bolden out of Buford, Georgia, the same school that Mantras Walker, the new 2025 linebacker commit, is from. Uh, Bolden is the number four player in the country right now, number one safety nationally. Um, had visited Michigan at the barbecue at the big house um, with a former teammate. He is he just produced a top 15 back in January with Michigan included. Uh, Michigan is looking to get him back on campus after visiting him twice at his school in December and January. And Bolden has told us that Michigan is going to get more of a shot after what has happened with back-to-back -back college football playoff appearances and his relationships with Jesse Minter, defensive coordinator, and defensive back coach Steve Klingscale. Um, considering that I know who you're probably going to pick for wide receiver and tight end, I need a, I need a safety who is a ball hawk, can play in the deep thirds, and is a center 
in his own right for the top school in Georgia. So I'm going to go K.J. Bolden in this one. Well, you do have another pick after K.J. Bolden, but kind of a no-brainer there, number one overall safety in the country. Yep. And then my next pick, I decided to not go DB, and I'm going to go with Brady Prescorn, my one of two pass catchers in the, in uh, my team. Brady is very, um, what's the word, doesn't really care much about the recruiting process, but it is evident that Michigan is a strong lean for him. He comes up from Rochester Adams. Six foot five, 235 pounds, can easily get up to 265, much like his older brother, currently plays for Ole Miss. R- runs in a triple option um, offense, um, but considering the size and his ability to block, it will easily complement to the Big Ten, li- Big Ten level if he commits to Michigan, should he play in line as well. Um, visited at least twice um, in the fall for the Michigan State games and a wide game and is looking to come back from March for spring practice. So I think he would be the perfect um, outmatch. He would outmatch anyone on your team. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I'm not sure about that because Zach left the best pass catcher on Michigan's board out for me to take. So he took Brady Prescorn, which is a great pick. I was going to take Brady Prescorn had he not taken him. But he left Ryan Wingo out there. I mean, he's the best wide receiver on Michigan's board. I absolutely love Ryan Wingo. I am going to take him. With my next pick, I have the most elite pass catcher on Michigan's board on my team. I had a chance to see Wingo at the OT7 tournament in Las Vegas last summer. I mean, he is a dominant force on the outside. And while, while I would have liked to have Brady Prescorn paired up with him, I think uh, Wingo is the alpha dog as far as where Michigan stands. Look, Michigan hosted him uh, for a couple of visits last year. They had him on campus in the spring. He returned for the game against Michigan State. Uh, and there you see Wingo, the number 24 overall recruit in the country. Um, so two visits already for Michigan. Now I know there are some others very high on his list as well. Some SEC schools, Notre Dame, uh, but Michigan is working to get him back on campus in the spring. They are confident he will return for a practice and, and check out the Wolverines in, in action. Um, obviously, you know, it's tough to lure big time pass catchers like this to such a run heavy offense, but Wingo keeps on visiting and the, uh, the Wolverines like where they stand early on. I'm actually really shocked that Zach didn't take him because Zach has loved up Ryan Wingo this entire time. Look at him. He's, he looks angry <laughs> down in the little box that he didn't take Ryan Wingo. So I will gladly type in Ryan Wingo into, um, into my little team box. Um, so shout out to our producer Hutch again with the ticker down below so you can keep track of the teams. Look at Zach. He's panicking now. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I, I know I know my second option. I already know. I know you're not going to pick him either, so I'm good. And I would just to spurn you, but I'm not. I, I'm actually <laughs> going with another edge. And this edge can often be forgotten because he is ranked so highly. Um, and has not been talked a lot about by the fans, but he is planning to visit Michigan soon, and he did recently include Michigan in his top group, and that is Arizona's Elijah Rushing. He's ranked as the number nine overall recruit in the country. He has an argument as the best edge in the country with Dylan Stewart. So my pass rushers are absolutely hellacious. Not only do I have Dylan Stewart on one side, I have Elijah rushing on the other side. So if I don't have the mammoth in Justin Scott in the middle, I at least have two of the very best edge recruits in the country. Here you see Elijah rushing the number 17 overall recruit nationally, the number three overall edge in the country per the consensus on, on three Dylan Stewart is number one and Elijah rushing is number two. So like I said, rushing just named Michigan in his top group a couple of months ago, the Wolverines are working to get him on campus. Mike Elston actually offered him last year and had been in contact with him since his um, time at Notre Dame. I know Zach was planning on going down to see Elijah rushing at some point um, in the future, There's a lot to love about rushing. I had a chance to see him live at the Under Armour camp 
um, in LA last year. He is a legitimate six foot six. Uh, he is 225 pounds, so he has the lankier athletic frame that would complement Dylan Stewart really well, who again is the bulkier, stronger edge rusher. So really like what I have from my past rushers there. I mean, the two best edge guys in the country uh, on my squad, plus Ryan Wingo. Um, I mean, I'll take it all day. <laughs> Look at Zach. He's still scared, man. He's scared. He doesn't. He's he's changing his game plans. I mean, if you're going to take Ryan Wingo, then I need to take the top cornerback in the state of Ohio, according to On Three, which is Aaron Scott out of Springfield. Scott, who just visited Michigan last month, is might be an Ohio State lean. I know a lot of people have assumed that he might be going to Ohio State, but clearly game Michigan for Michigan to get him on campus was big. Obviously, we all know that Michigan is making a concerted effort to recruit the state of Ohio for 2024. Just landing two prospects already, landing a kid like Scott who Michigan who Ohio State is prioritizing heavily would be amazing. And then for in this situation, if you're going to take the best wide receiver option, I'm going to take the best corner option. So that is Aaron Scott, who just finished last season with five interceptions, seven pass deflections, three tackles for losses, and one football recovery. Well, you do have another pick, Zach. I, I do like the Aaron Scott pick. Uh, I'd be interested in an Aaron Scott versus Ryan Wingo battle. I mean, knowing my team, we, we're already winning, so you'll have to, you know, you'll have to put in your second string. It's okay, but. I'm going to go with my other wide receiver option. I know you weren't – I probably assume you weren't going to probably pick him, but I'm going to pick him up anyway. Carter Nelson out of Nebraska, six foot four, two 205 pounds. Grant Newsom has seen him – has already seen him during the contact period, and if we're talking about top tight end slash receiver options, Carter is without a doubt on the top of the board. He is the only player in Nebraska history to have 10 recorded touchdowns through the air, so catching, 10 rushing touchdowns and 10 passing touchdowns all in one season. Now, keep in mind, we all know that he plays an eight-man football, but the level of talent, his speed, and really his just overall um, his his overall character in terms of just wanting to find the right fit in terms of coaching relationships, I think Grant Newsom is doing a great job with this. Pulling him out of Nebraska, obviously the Cornhuskers and Matt Rule are making him the guy, but anytime with when Grant Newsom is involved at Michigan has a shot. So if you can put Carter at tight end, you can put him out wide, you can put him in, you can put weight on him and keep him in line, but I really like him as my outside option. So Carter Nelson, Brady Priest Corn, those are my route runners right now. Well, it looks like uh, Zach has two tight ends and zero receivers. So we'll see how that strategy works out for me. You did shock me because I also know that you're a big fan of Arian Hampton. And I thought that was the direction you were going to go in. But you completely went off left field and picked Carter Nelson. So really interesting pick there, Uh, Zach. That means that you've taken both your pass catchers. So you cannot select any more pass catchers. You are stuck with two tight ends. And that also means that I don't have to take a pass catcher until the last round because it doesn't matter. Um, I can select any guy I want later on. That means I'll turn my attention elsewhere. Right now I have no defensive backs and I think Zach made a mistake um, by taking Scott because the true number one cornerback in the great state of Ohio is Bryce West. And that is who I am going with. Bryce West is a phenomenal player in the secondary. Zach is sweating right now. He's upset because he is a big Bryce West fan as well. I had a chance to see Bryce for the uh, Under Armour Ohio camp last year, and it was easy uh, to see that he was on that elite status. I thought he was the best cornerback there regardless of class and he obviously was an underclassman at the time terrific speed for the cornerback position Michigan is working to get faster there uh and Bryce West has been that top top guy on the list um he is a guy that uh again fits what Michigan wants this cycle as far as his recruitment I think this is a true uh Michigan Ohio State recruiting battle I think there are a lot of Ohio State ties when it comes to Bryce West, and that has Michigan fans a little hesitant. But Steve Klingscale has done a fantastic job 
of recruiting uh, Bryce West. Uh, obviously, he made it to campus for an unofficial visit last month, and he is good friends with Michigan commit Jacob Odin. So Bryce West is my pick. Really liking how my defense is shaping up. Um, ugh, my next pick, man, this is a little bit of a tough one. Um, I'm going with, you know, we haven't selected any offensive linemen. And I think that's because there isn't one true dominant offensive lineman. There are a lot of great offensive linemen. So I, I don't think you can go wrong with any of the guys on Sharon Moore's board, but I need, I need someone that bleeds maize and blue. I need someone that has Michigan running through their veins. So I'm going with Blake Frazier, uh, road grader out of Austin Vandegrift, uh, premier offensive tackle as well. He's a guy that, again, is great in the run game. He's great as a pass blocker. He has NFL bloodlines. He has Michigan bloodlines. I think he is the best offensive lineman on the board. And so I'm taking Blake Frazier with my pick. He is uh, the guy uh, along the offensive line for me. Okay. You had a linebacker option in Aaron Childs. That's obviously the number one option, but I'm going to go with the guy who's actually the top linebacker in the country, which is Sammy Brown out of Georgia who visited in the off season and has told on three that Michigan is still in the running for him. That doesn't even count. Come yes, on. He, he left he, Michigan out of the top group. He told, he told us oh, that God. Michigan is still See what I have to radar. deal with. Zach is resorting to cheating and not no. following the rules because he, they are not in his official top group. They are called. It's called. They are keeping him in the back pocket, which is basically, you know, you have your top list, you have, you know, your owl, and then there's right in the middle. So we're not leaving Michigan out with Sammy Brown. Bad pick for Zach. He gets he gets a <laughs> boo. He gets tomatoes thrown at him. He's cheating because he's not oh. winning. No, um, it's called it's called doing my research. It's called remembering that he visited, and it's called talking to him three times in person and saying how much he appreciates Michigan. And he appreciates of- Michigan. Who knows how much he's actually considering Michigan? There you go. <laughs> Do you want me to pick someone hey, else? If you want to leave Sammy Brown on your team, that's fine. We'll leave it up to the uh, court of the people. Let's, I mean, we'll ask Hunch. He's really the third person in charge. I, I don't even think our, our producer follows recruiting that closely, but we'll let you, we'll just let you have Sammy Brown and we'll let the fans judge you for making that pick. Okay, I mean, Sammy Brown, obviously, over 100 tackles, including over 60 solo, um, a true middle linebacker with the pass rushing with the pass rush that I already have with Justin Scott alone. I don't need a blitzing linebacker. I need a guy who can do is versatile in coverage in the curls and flats. So I'm going to go with Sammy Brown, who I have seen live at at two camps, and he is without a doubt um, a man among boys. Well, people saying Sammy Brown should not count, so you are getting judged, Zach. Boo this man. Get this man out of here. We need the boo this man gif uh, from our producer. Uh, <laughs> was that you, – you did have another pick, didn't you? I did. I mean, yeah. So after the Sammy Brown controversy, Zach gets another pick. All right, I'm going to go with another DB. I need size in my defensive back group, so I'm going to go with Shamanah Madonna, top 100 DB, Zaquan Patterson, which is a teammate of 2025 cornerback commit Chris Ewald. Zaquan visited for the Penn State game in October. He talked about how great the atmosphere was of being alongside 110,000 Michigan fans. He talked very uh, highly of Steve Klingscale and how – Honest and um, real conversations are. Um, Michigan is firmly in the mix for at least an official visit on account for Michigan seeing Zaquan as a true defensive back. Now it's 6'3", 195 pounds. He can be more of a tweener, but Zaquan has been more than adamant about him not being a linebacker. He can play box safety. He can play the high safety. He can even play cornerback. And I have seen him live last month at the Battle Miami tournament for DEFCON 1, and he played exclusively cornerback and held his own very, very well. So 
I'm gonna I have my two cornerbacks locked down and I have my safety try passing on me. Well, I think I'm still going to end up with just as good of a secondary as if not better, because I am taking my personal favorite player in the secondary. I absolutely love this kid. He's not talked about as much, but he constantly tweets out some Michigan love. He's visited in the past. He was supposed to visit again this season, had to cancel, but is is looking to come back in the spring. And that's Ricardo Jones, uh, my guy out of uh, the great state of Georgia. Uh, This is a kid that Michigan has made a big priority early on. Jesse Minter was out to see him last month. Um, I think, again, he's one of the best, if not the best safety on Michigan's recruiting board right now. So I'm picking Ricardo Jones. I I think Michigan has a legit legitimate chance to pull him out of the peach state, especially if he does end up making it back uh, for a spring visit. But Ricardo Jones is my pick and and great to pair with Bryce West. And I'm sticking with another player in the secondary. I really wanted to make a different pick here. Um, but I need some size, uh, right now, you know, Bryce West is a a little bit more of a speedier guy. I need some size since you drafted two tight ends, which is obviously unheard of. Give Zach another thumbs down for his two tight end giraffe. Um, but I'm going, (laughs) you know, I need some size at the corner position and I need some like dog mentality. And if I'm going to go find a dog, I'm going to Baltimore, and I'm picking Ify Obidegu out of Baltimore, St. Francis. If you want dogs, you go to St. Francis and you get dogs. St. Francis is a premier program nationally. They have that hard Baltimore mentality. I just spent like three hours up there this week and love what they do with the program. Ify just named Michigan in his top seven told me that that like literally yesterday or today, he named Michigan in his top seven, told me he's planning to make a visit this offseason. He is that bigger cornerback. He is an on 300 prospect. Michigan obviously has great relationships at St. Francis. So you give me a secondary with Bryce West, Ify, and Ricardo Jones. I am a very happy man, and my defense is almost filled up. So we'll go back to you, Zach. Since you have Elijah Rushing and Dylan Stewart, two of the best pass rushers, and two of among the best pass rushers in the country, I'm need size for my offensive line, and I need chemistry. So I'm going to stick with two offensive linemen at St. Edward and Ben Roebuck tackle and Deontay, Deontay Armstrong tackle. Both just came off their state championship run in arguably the toughest division in the entire nation, the OHSA Division One. Um, going 15 and one, um, absolutely dominating the likes of Archbishop Moeller, Lakotas, um, Springfield, everyone. Um, I think Michigan is doing a great job with all, with all three offensive line targets, including Devontae Archon, who plays guard. But I want my tackles ready to block <laughs> Stewart and rushing. So both combined for over 600 pounds, average average height is six seven. Um, interest all across the board in the Midwest from Kentucky, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, but Michigan just had both on campus last month, and I firmly expect both of them to take an official visit. And I think both of us have predictions out for Roebuck in particular to go to Michigan. So I throw more in along with Steve Clinksdale. I've done really well with Northeast Ohio kids grabbing Luke Hamilton, who's about 10 minutes away from Edward, but I think if if I want to wall up your guys, I need I need size and I need I need um, I need aggressiveness and I think Armstrong and Roebuck are, will be the perfect complements to each other. Well, Zach failed again. Take the biggest and baddest tackle on the board, which is who I'm taking, Andrew Sprague out of Missouri, six foot eight. 270 pounds, another big mauler to go along with Blake Frazier. Andrew Sprague usually stays uh, low-key, doesn't do a ton of interviews, kind of a guy that's 
looking at more regional schools like Michigan, Nebraska, Missouri. Uh, doesn't do a ton, on, on again, on the recruiting side, but he is a guy that's visited Michigan in the past. Uh, he is around the top of the offensive line board for Sharon Moore. Uh, they are in contact all the time. Sprague is looking to make a return trip in the near future. Uh, he, If you are not familiar with the name Andrew Sprague as Michigan fans because he does stay low-key, then you do need to start getting familiar with him. Uh, he will be a pivotal target as we head into spring. And, and now that I have Blake Frazier and Andrew Sprague, I'm, I'm super excited uh, about where my offensive line group is going. Um <laughs> I could take another offensive lineman here. I, I was banking on Zach just taking Jordan Marshall because he loves the Ohio guys, but I can't pass up a, an opportunity to take Taylor Tatum. Taylor Tatum is my favorite running back in the class. Top 100 prospect out of Longview, Texas. A shout out to my home state. Uh, man, you talk about a super athlete. Taylor Tatum is that guy, an elite football player, an elite baseball player, a star on his track team. He is he has an argument as the best running back in the country right now. I believe on three has him as the number two running back overall. Uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about Jordan Marshall or Taylor Tatum. Uh, I really like Jordan Marshall. Don't get me wrong. I think Jordan Marshall is a top 100 talent. But when you're talking about the elite of the elite, Running backs, I think Taylor Tatum is in that category. I think he's a five-star guy. And so I'm going to have Taylor Tatum run right behind Blake Frazier and Andrew Sprague. And how about those two skill guys there, Taylor Tatum and Ryan Wingo? Uh, so those are those are my picks. Zach. I'm surprised you didn't pick Jordan Seaton out of your own out of your own area. Because he's not, he's another Sammy Brown. It's like no, he's not, he, he, he did not drop any top schools. Oh my God! Look at Zach going with another Sammy Brown. There's a reason I have not gone to see Jordan Seaton during my DMV swings, and that's because Michigan is a bit of an afterthought right now. But he has visited in the past, and you're right, he hasn't dropped an official top schools list. So if you want to take Jordan Seaton. By all means, you are not winning the vote of the popular fan. I, I don't really care. Like I'm playing wow. with the rules. I'm playing with the rules. And if we need an interior lineman, who it, I mean, I could take Luke Hamilton considering the Cleveland connection, but I want I want someone out of your area to be honest. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't even count. It's another Sammy Brown. Look at no. Look at this. Look at Zach going with the. Uh, with with guys that are fringe counting. I say Jordan Seen for one because he has visited for the Ohio State game. He has per, he has told me in interviews that That was like he, 2 years ago. I, I'm the, sorry. The Ohio Look, State I'm game sorry. was in Columbus last I'm, year. It wasn't I'm sorry. even in what, Ann Arbor. I'm sorry. Was the rules that you had to visit once and oh you didn't Oh my god. He visited 2 years ago. Okay. Um, yeah, we should amend the rules. Um, what? Amend the rules? Say, say it, the should, rules it has to be in the last year. Oh, my God. I mean, you can, again, you can keep Jordan Seaton, but people are not going to vote for your team because you are a clear cheater or a rule I, bender. I'm not. Rule bender. No, I'm not, you know, these out of left field guys. These guys actually visited. These guys have clearly said that Michigan is on their radar. And you know what? Maybe an argument for Sammy, but he has clearly told on three that Michigan is still being considered. And that's called research. I'm going to go see Jordan Seaton just just for you, Zach, so he can confirm that he has some interest, I suppose. I tried to go see him in August. So, you know, maybe I'll go there first. We can hang out in D.C., check out some museums. <laughs> All right, Zach, you do have another pick as our draft is winding down. Okay, so we have three picks left. Is that correct? Um, I am not sure. I know you're on the back end of a pick. <clears throat> I know I have four picks left. Okay. Okay. 
for running back, I think that the obvious choice since he picked Taylor Tatum has to be Jordan Marshall out of Cincinnati. He is my favorite running back in the class and your typical north south in between the tackles, a hard runner keeps his legs running, can be flexed out to the slot as a pass capture option, but he is definitely a first and second down back. He has he has continued to mold his game out of off of Blake Quorum. Um, that's just based on the amount of visits that he's taken, um, which is three since June, most recently in January. His relationship with Mike Hart is something that needs to be discussed more. And I think Michigan fans, if um, if Marshall does commit to Michigan over Ohio State, Tennessee, Mike Hart is the one of the bigger reasons, if not the reason for this land. I think this would prove that Mike Hart is able to recruit on the trail. Marshall has talked a lot about the opportunities and the resources provided at Michigan outside of football. You know, he wants to be a lawyer. He wants to help out with children. So I think the academic piece is something that his family appreciates a lot. I know his family appreciates the energy and the passion that Michigan fans provide him on social media, as well as just seeing a game. You know, Michigan State game was one of the most electric atmospheres this past season. And I think Marshall to just be a priority figure for that game and beyond. I think that's done wonders. And we all know there he was in his top four and it's just part of the narrative of Michigan going to Ohio. Uh, don't get me wrong. Taylor Tatum is just as good, if not better than Marshall. But I think the Ohio narrative speaks more about landing Marshall than a kid from Texas. But Zach just admitted that Taylor Tatum was better. So we're going back to the better team. And uh, I'm picking my final offensive lineman here. I'm going back down to the great state of Texas. I'm just having a huge offensive line. I'm picking Michael Uini out of Copper's Cove, uh, same area as Blake Frazier, Copper's Cove outside of uh, the Austin area. So Central Texas here. Uh, you have the, the Texas connection with Frazier and Uini. Uini just visited in January. He has quickly ascended uh, to the top of the Michigan offensive line board. He's extremely highly ranked, the number seven overall offensive tackle in the country, the number 122 overall recruit nationally. So um, you give me an offensive line of Andrew Sprague, Blake Frazier, and Michael Uedi. I mean, these are towering maulers that are just going to destroy Zach's defensive line. So very happy to, to take uh, Michael Uini there. Um, I'm going to circle back to um, – hmm. I'm going to circle back to defensive line. I'm going I'm to pull a little Zach – out of my hat, I guess, uh, since, since Zach is playing a little dirty playing uh, by the rules. tonight. I'm going back and taking my final defensive lineman here, and I'm going with T.A. Cunningham, top 50 recruit nationally, six foot six and a half, 280 pounds, just an absolute monster out of California, visited Michigan last year, Name Michigan in his top 13 or something of that nature. It was a pretty large list, but, you know, at least they were in the top schools, unlike Sammy Brown. Um, we'll be interested to see if Michigan gets him back on campus or creates any type of movement. But like I said, uh, T.A. Cunningham did visit last year, and he did include Michigan in his top group fairly recently, a, couple, a few months ago, a couple months ago. So, uh, definitely not a Sammy Brown level pick, but a little bit of an outlier there, but absolutely love my defense. Uh, I have two picks remaining, Zach. I think you have two picks. Remaining? I have three. I have three. Cause I did oh, the first pick. You do get, you do have three picks remaining. All right. Well, you do get two picks here. Okay. I love how quarterback's the last one for both of us. Yeah, just because you know there's very limited options there. You can only select a couple guys. Maybe a few. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, no, Zach going back. <laughs> Dylan Rayola. <laughs> I can't wait for Zach to pick Dylan Rayola here. <laughs> I, I, okay, I won't do that. I won't do that. Um, I do need two edge rushers i have my three tech i have my nose i need two edge rushers hmm. i mean I, I think the clear choice is brian robinson six foot six 255 pounds of just absolute like if you see his twitter account he is like the weightlifting all-american 
and the conditioning All-American. I think his body, the way it's progressed from what we've seen when he first got offered to now is just unbelievable, the strides that he is making. I think outside of the the, the storyline aspect with him being from Youngstown, his family from Youngstown, and Steve Clinksdale also from Youngstown as well, and the amount of visits Brian has taken, um, it's, it's up to, you know, you can count them on two hands. It's up to seven at this point. But from a from a on-field standpoint, I need a guy who's the first in line, the first to enter the door, the guy who – the last one to leave, the guy who's going to push others to do the, their very best in the weight room and in practice. And I think Brian is going to be my vocal leader and my vocal captain on defense, along with Sammy Brown. But with, with Justin – <laughs> With Justin Scott clogging up two holes with my other guy coming up and then Brian Robinson off the edge, I don't think your offensive line can protect your quarterback. So. All right. Zach has another pick, even though um, I, I love you, Brian. I love the workout videos. I love the food. I need to go over and have some, but um, he's not getting by Andrew Sprague or Blake Frazier. Or Michael Uini. Sorry, Zach. All right, so I got one pass rusher and one quarterback. I'm going to go with the quarterback, and I'm going to go with your boy, Michael Van Buren, out of Baltimore. <laughs> hey, Francis. Despite me. <laughs> I think we're all in agreement in terms of the amount of the, – the, the, how high Van Buren's ceiling is. I think he play, obviously he plays for the top – um, DMV school in that region. Um, he plays um, a national schedule. He plays elite competition at the high school level. It's only going to prepare him for the Big Ten level. I, I know that. I know that he didn't leave him at his top schools, but you know, obviously, quarterback coach Coach Campbell has made contact with Van Buren. He has talked to you and said how nice it was to hear from Michigan again. I do expect Kurt Campbell to keep pressing forward along with, I assume, who's going to be your guy at quarterback. Dylan yeah. Rayola. Dylan Rayola, <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I mean, Michael Van Buren obviously counts um, with Kurt Campbell getting back in contact. I'll actually have a Michael Van Buren update tomorrow. So if you're not a subscriber to the Wolverine, you can subscribe now for just $29.99 until August 31st of this year and get the latest on Michael Van Buren. All right, I have my last two picks left. Um, obviously, it hurts my heart that uh, Michael Van Buren is not on my team since he is one of my personal favorites. Um, but that means I get the guy at, at the top of Michigan's board, and I am completely happy to take Jaden Davis here. Uh, Jaden Davis is the guy. I mean, he is still the number one priority while Kirk Campbell has been in contact with Michael Van Buren and has followed a couple of others. Jaden Davis remains the priority here. He has a great arm, great feel in the pocket. He's a guy that really drives off his lower half, which is uncommon for young quarterbacks. I think he uh, can adjust some of his mechanics in his throwing motion, but he's, uh, he has a quick release. He's a guy uh, that's a, a great leader for that Charlotte Providence State team. Let him do a state title. I was at a game where Davis was puking all over the field. Um, and led his team to victory there. So, um, you, you know, a lot of people are like, EJ loves Michael Van Buren, and he doesn't love Jaden Davis. Like, I have them ranked, like, back-to-back. -back. I think they're both in the same tier. I, I literally have Michael Van Buren, Jaden Davis, like, right next to each other. So, in, in the exact same range. So, I am completely happy to take Jaden Davis here. I thought he took a big step forward in the accuracy department this year. Really improved his completion percentage. I believe he went from the mid-50s to about uh, 73 or so percent uh, completion percentage. So, I think Jaden Davis is... Uh, a guy that uh, will lead my team to victory. I think Jaden Davis is the man on Michigan's board for a reason and will easily throw touchdowns to Ryan Wingo. And my next pick, <laughs> I 
can't believe I'm taking this dude with my last pick. Now, there are many receivers I would have liked to have here. Uh, Marion Stewart is one of my personal favorites. I've known him since he was like an eighth grader, and it saddens me that I'm not going to have him on my team. I would have liked to have taken Gatlin Bear. I mean, I, I definitely love um, some 10-5 or 10-4, whatever it is, 100-meter speed. That's all great. But I'm taking <laughs> – a top 20 receiver in the country. It'll give me two top 2025 receivers. And that's Mylon Graham, number 17 overall recruit nationally. Just visited Michigan last month. And look, Mylon Graham's visit kind of came out of nowhere. Michigan wasn't really considered uh, a player in this recruitment. Uh, but I'm told that Mylon Graham just isn't about that life he doesn't really you know post a ton on social media he doesn't really communicate a ton but apparently he's been interested in Michigan he made that visit in January in fact a lot of people don't know this and I was going to write this in my into the blue insiders piece tomorrow Mylon Graham actually drove himself out for the Michigan visit his family couldn't come with him uh, but he wanted to make the visit so much that he just drove himself out there uh, so he made the two and a half hour drive or three hour drive whatever it is from Fort Wayne, Indiana, to meet with Ron Bellamy and Jim Harbaugh had the whole Sunday basically to himself. So uh, I think Ohio State has been considered the leader there, but Michigan is uh, quickly rising in the Mylon Graham recruitment. So, um, you know, again, I love Gatlin Bear. I love Marion Stewart. <laughs> Ryan Winko and Mylon Graham, ridiculous. So I have completed my draft. Zach gets the final pick. I can either take an edge rusher or a D tackle here. Um, I'm decided to go with a, with both in a way in a actual in snake recruit and Brandon Davis Wayne. Um, <laughs> Look at that. That's a, an interesting pick. I think Brandon is, well, let's just talk about the narrative. You know, obviously he comes from West Bloomfield. He is t former teammates with Amir Herring and Samaj Morgan. Samaj Morgan has routinely told both of us how much he wants Brandon Davis Swain on the team. And I think they've been made pushes uh, clearly last fall with the amount of visits that he took, even while he was at a Notre Dame commit. I think Michigan has been reeling in a pipeline with West Bloomfield for years. Clearly there's a Ron Bellamy connection and the amount of talent that comes in annually. Um, it would be, you know, I think I could pick another West Bloomfield kid. Um you know, if Kari Jackson didn't have his top schools list, I would have picked him as my linebacker. But, you know, but with Brand Davis Swain, I think I think I've agreed with your assessment where he can either go down to the Chris Jenkins role or he can keep his edge rushing prowess. I think we've both seen him at camps. He is clearly the best performer out of everyone. Um, he is he has he moves well for his size. He has uh explosive first punch i think his length could get a little bit better but overall i think he's just a overall productive pass rusher for arguably the best team in the state of michigan annually so to keep it local i'm gonna go with brand davis swing well i think uh zach was excited for the draft but the lights got too big for him i think my team uh easily dominated this draft but we'll leave it up to the fans we'll have a poll up we'll see uh who the fans thinks have a better team. I'm not sure if Hutch has a, a board where he can pull up the teams, but very quickly, my team is quarterback Jaden Davis, running back Taylor Tatum, wide receivers Ryan Wingo and Mylon Graham, offensive lineman Blake Frazier, Michael Uini, and Andrew Sprague, defensive lineman slash edges Dylan Stewart, T.A. Cunningham, and um, Oh, man, I messed this one up. Elijah rushing uh, linebacker Aaron Childs and defensive backs Bryce West, Ricardo Jones and Ify Obadegwu. Um, some guys that I had on my board that I didn't draft. Um, I'm, I'm looking at them right now. I talked about Gatlin Bear and Amarion Stewart. Um, Guys, uh, again, that went undrafted that I had on my little short list. I had Max Anderson out of Texas, top 150 recruit, looking to visit soon. I think he's a premier interior offensive lineman. Luke Hamilton, uh, Michigan's on 300 interior offensive line commit, is another guy I really considered drafting. Had I not taken T.A. Cunningham along the defensive line, um, I would have gone with Heaven Schuler Brown, who's another 300-pound uh, nose type uh, that just visited last month. I had a sleeper at edge 
Um, in fact, my next edge pick had you taken Dylan Stewart or Elijah rushing would have actually been a three star screw the rankings. I would have taken Darian Mayo really like him out of good counsel. Um, my linebacker after Aaron Childs was, uh, Chris Jones. Uh, I also thought about taking Mason Curtis, Michigan's on 300 commit because he is so versatile. Um, had Boo Carter on my short list as well. Uh, four-star prospect that you can play in the nickel, play on offense. I think he would have given my team some versatility, but Zach did so bad that I was able to actually just get almost all of my top targets. Except you don't have the best you don't have the best running back. You don't have the best pass catcher. Zach just admitted earlier in this show that Taylor Tatum's better. So I'm not really I sure. I said what maybe. Listen, you got to. I have an offensive lineman that is has an average of 300 pounds and state championship winners. I have an in state guy. He didn't go local. I have the best pass rusher in the entire country, regardless of position. I have the best line, true linebacker. And my defensive backs are going to, are better athletes. I would say Bryce West would argue against that, but uh, and, and I would say that I don't have an in-state prospect, but I have a legacy, and that means more. I have Blake Frazier, and Blake Frazier will lead my team to victory. Guys, we will post these teams, and you guys can vote on who had the better team. If you uh, see the ticker below, you can see the team. So leave a comment on this YouTube video. Let us know who you would have drafted, who you think got snubbed from the draft, uh, who you uh, would pick uh, out of me and Zach. But uh, as always, like this video, subscribe to the Wolverine. Our draft has come to an end. You can always get more recruiting coverage and fun things like this over at thewolverine.com for $29.99 until August 31st. Hope you guys enjoy your Valentine's Day. I'm about to head out to Macaroni Grill with my wife because <laughs> we thought it'd be fun to color and eat pasta. So hopefully you guys have a great uh, rest of your week. And as always, go blue. I cannot end this broadcast, though. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.